Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. This morning on the third hour of today, jubilation, a historic celebration underway in Queen Elizabeth's honor. We're live with the royal pomp and circumstance and the family photo seen round the world. Plus, a closer look at how this queen became a pop culture icon long before the crown. Then later in Shop All Day, we're packing for a summer vacation with some must-haves to take the stress out of our trips. And dinosaurs, a whodunit, and Elvis. It's our June Entertainment Roundup. Thank you, thank you very much. Today, Thursday, June 2nd, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. And a good Thursday to you. That was a wonderful Elvis well, impression. Yeah, yeah, we like, had what the, was that? We, we talk about the king, and then we, we, we're dealing uh, with the queen. Okay. Thank you. How'd your 2022 go? Uh, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Melvin, Chanel Jones, Al Roker, uh, Dylan's off today. This is no average Thursday mm -hmm. morning, yeah. folks. No, no, no. That historic celebration over the pond in the United Kingdom continues. Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee. Literally Look hundreds of thousands. Look at that. Lining the streets, leading to Buckingham Palace for a ceremonial parade known as Trooping the Color. Members of the royal family making their way to greet the queen. All of this in honor of her 70-year reign. Uh, and just a short time ago, the moment we all waited for. Everybody wanted to see her. And yes. here we go. Queen Elizabeth, she stepped out on the balcony um, at Buckingham Palace along with other working royals. Her son, as you see there, Prince Charles, Prince William, and Duchess Catherine, Duchess Kate, as you say. But not Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan. Um, they greeted the crowd and watched a spectacular Flyover. This is from the Royal Air Force, spreading the colors of the Union Jack. And look at this. The jets actually flew in formation. Wow. This is pretty cool to make the number 70 in the sky. And here's the thing, folks. This is just the beginning of yeah. the festivities. We're going to start our coverage with NBC's senior international correspondent, Keir Sims. Keir, this is like your Super Bowl there. A tremendous display of pageantry kicking off the four-day festival in honor of the Queen's 70-year reign. What's it like there? Yeah, an extraordinary display and an extraordinary picture, honestly, Craig, of just throngs of people, crowds of people, waves of people behind me there in the mall, crowding down to try and see the Queen. Many of them couldn't see her, but they still wanted to be here to pay their respects to her. Some takeaways for me, the incredible composure of the Queen herself standing on that balcony, just how glamorous Kate looked. I mean, she is becoming an icon. And uh, then little Prince Louis, who looked frankly bored and a little unimpressed by the whole thing, but stole the show, those three children. We, we had three generations of royals on display here, but it was the three kids, I think, of William and Kate, who really stole the show on the balcony, but also in the carriage coming by. Uh, they looked excited. They looked 
as if they were on their best behaviour. And Kate, when I saw them, uh, watching them, looked like, as any mother would, <laughs> looked like she was looking on thinking, you better behave. Uh, it was just a wonderful mix of pomp and ceremony and family. And as well as that, guys, something of a change in era because the Queen's at Buckingham Palace. We saw uh, Charles and William and Anne riding here to the parade. And I think what we're seeing is a shift in emphasis for the royal family in terms of who is in the shop window, if you like. You know, to that point, Keir, you know, we, we were all, when we were watching that, we were all thinking, well, Kate's there, but, but you know, William seems to be a little further off. Charles was right there. Are we reading anything into the arrangement on that balcony? Oh, no, do it. Do it. It's great fun, Al. That's the whole whole idea, right? I mean, I actually think, and I, I'd have to go back and check this, I think there's an image of Charles aged around the same age as Louis with the Queen on the balcony all those years ago. And, and that's what's one of the great things, isn't it, about this whole thing, is just those echoes uh, through history and... Even though the royals uh, kind of you know, push away a bit at you know, people looking into their private lives too much, they know how to do TV, don't they? They know they how do. to put on a, dis a yeah. display, and they did it again today. And that's the amazing thing. Every time I've covered one of these things, yeah. and, and uh, we'll talk to Will about this, they, they put out a TikTok sure. about wh what's going to happen and when it's going to happen, and by golly, they, yeah, yeah. it's to the minute yeah. every yeah. time. It's impressive. Thank, Here, you, thank you, We'll be talking with you again Thanks, for sure. Uh, and now we're joined by Wilfred Frost, uh, NBC News contributor and anchor for Sky News. He's been here all morning watching this historic celebration with us. Thank you for coming in My today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Why don't you just start by putting this in perspective? I mean, how historic of a day is it for the UK? I mean, the crowds are unbelievable. Well, I mean, it is the first time any monarch has ever, you know, reigned for 70 years. So uh, it's the first time in history. That's how historic it is. I mean, Look at that. What I think is quite interesting compared to the last Jubilee 10 years ago is this is not just a national party, an excuse for a national party. Okay. There's a slightly different tone to it. It's jubilant overall, but also with a sense that the people want to say thank you to the Queen, uh, you know, while they still can. Yeah. And, of course... On top of that, a little bit of melancholy that she doesn't have her husband by her side yeah, as well. Of course. Yeah. And, then, and then, of course, everybody's talking about the fact that, you know, it was the working royal. So Andrew, not there. Uh, Harry and Meghan, not there. Do you think there'll be some point publicly where we see those other parts of the royal family together? By all accounts, yes to Harry and Meghan. And I think we all look forward to that. This was rather a clever way to thread it, just the working royals. You'll note also Princess Eugenie and, and Beatrice weren't there. So that's how they kind of tied this one off, squared this one off. Um, by all accounts, Harry and Meghan will see it at the Thanksgiving service tomorrow and then on into the, the other events like, the, like the, uh, the party over the weekend. As to whether we'll see Prince Andrew, that remains to be seen. And I imagine the answer to that would probably be no. Everyone focused on the fact that we did see him uh, escort the Queen at, uh, at Prince Philip's memorial. But much more significant is that he wasn't involved today. Yeah. He had his title stripped from him. That outweighs that quite significantly, mm. I think. Prince Louis uh, continues to be <laughs> my favorite royal. royal. I think we should, you know, they say skip the generation and uh, go to William. Yeah. Skip it all. Let's go to Louis. I That's mean, it. He, he kid steals the show. Reminds me of my son. Could not have been <laughs> less interested He's in this, this jubilee nonsense. Uh, but I, I did wonder about the, the standing order here. Why, why is, or maybe, I don't know if we know the answer to it, but why is Prince Louis standing right next to the Queen versus 
uh, perhaps uh, William, his father. Because we always knew he'd be the rock star that he was. <laughs> yeah, that's really, that's true. I know you said the, the Jubilee nonsense there, Craig, but come on, that's why those kids are there, because you can't help but love that I as agree, well. and there's so, and many, so many layers to it. I want to show this, Prince Louis wearing this almost the same outfit that his but father was. Before we was. do that, though, do we know anything about the order? Is there... Would is you there... put him by his grandmother's I, 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 I think I, that the main part of this order is that the, those in immediate line to the throne, Prince Charles right yeah. next to her, and yeah. then the next family, of course, Prince William, sure. and I think William's being a gent there and, and allowing Got it. Yeah. his... Let's be honest, far more elegant wife. Uh, yes. Take a bit more of the limelight. Stunning. Yes. She's I can't absolutely stop stunning. And, and, you, know, you were talking about that outfit oh that Louis was wearing that is almost the same it's as his dad was wearing. Look at this picture. Camilla, that is, oh my God, that Isn't is that adorable. Funny? Amazing. It's the same, it it's the same. same outfit. It, Wow, I guess they kept it in a nice little Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many more generations that can be handed That's down sweet. and it not look a, a little bit ridiculous. I but, of course, they, they, this is pomp and ceremony. Yeah. They're going to pull out yeah. the outfits and, and, uh, and they and look great. Will, when the, when, Wilfred, when, the, when the Queen came out, who was that standing next to her? Uh, the gentleman. That was the Duke of Kent. So, mm -hmm. uh, again, another one of the members of the royal family that has a royal ceremonial colonel title for one of the regiments involved mm -hmm. in Trooping in the Colour, but also one like Her Majesty, that wasn't able to ride on horseback and be right up there close. So, again, that was just arranging things today to make sure it all came together and the she Duke wasn't on her own. The Duke of Kent. Exactly. Her first cousin. Her first cousin, exactly. And, and still one of the serving members of the royal family alongside, you know, not just those immediately in line to the throne, but a couple of her first cousins, of course, uh, you know, her daughter as well, the Princess Royal, who did ride mm -hmm. with Charles and with William. Uh, and, you know, historically, that was an important part for Prince Andrew. Very much not involved, though, doing that anymore. I heard you earlier on the broadcast talk about uh, how wildly popular the Queen is. I think you said somewhere around 85% yeah. there uh, in the United Kingdom. What happens in terms of the next generation of, of, of royals? Will they be as popular? Does the monarchy thrive after Queen it's Elizabeth? Such a huge question, and of course, none of us quite know the answer yet. Will anyone be as popular as her ever again? Probably not. But also, let's remember, in the 90s, she wasn't particularly popular. So, so these things do change with the times. I, I'm of the view that we perhaps underestimate today when we always point at the gap in approval rating between Charles and the Queen the effect that it will have when he becomes sovereign. Right. The office when, itself. When we, exactly. When we start to say, God save the king instead of the queen, something we hope doesn't happen yeah. for many years, uh, that that, in my view, will close the gap. It won't close it completely, right. but I think it might close it, say, 50%, not, not just 5%. Right. It remains to be seen, and, you know, I, I do think that the royal family has a big problem around the rest of the world. That probably won't have much effect here because you won't be saying, of course... God save the king. You don't rally around the, yeah. the, the, the crown like we do in, sure. in the way that, of course, you rally around the flag here. So we don't know the answer yeah. ultimately, but I, I have a feeling it will endure domestically in the UK at least sure. uh, uh, much longer than perhaps people expect, as long as it keeps reforming and modernizing right. as it has uh, down, down the generations and will need to continue to do. Well, if that crowd is in the indi indication, they're here to stay for a while, so their allegiance will... You've been a tremendous resource you. this yes. morning. Yes. Thank you. My pleasure. And, and by the way, for even more on the royal family, their place in the modern world, as he just mentioned, and their future, be sure to check out today's newest podcast. It's called Born to Rule. It's hosted by our own Keir Simmons, and you can find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a very jaunty way he's wearing that crown. When we come back, Queen Elizabeth's pop culture legacy, from corgis to the crown, even that infamous and fantastic Bond moment, how she became a global icon beyond Buckingham Palace. Third hour of today, we'll be right back.
Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed i just can't get enough of that music (laughs) on this morning of queen elizabeth this platinum jubilee we're taking a closer look at her impact beyond buckingham palace her 70-year reign has spanned generations, and uh, she made, and really, she made the queen of, uh, she was a pop culture icon long before the crown. NBC's Kelly Cobier is live in London with a look back. Good morning to you. What a crowd out there today. Good morning. Yes, the Queen's popularity on full display today with all of the people out here. She, in fact, guys, is so popular that she's the most depicted person in history. From money to artwork, her image is hard to miss. This morning, celebrations fit for a queen are finally underway. Pageantry and patriotism to mark a historic milestone. Queen Elizabeth II, the only British monarch to be honored with so many years of birthday parades, cheering crowds at the famous Buckingham Palace balcony, and military flyovers. 70 years worth. Her reign is record-breaking, her image iconic. From pop art to street art, in movies and on TV screens, on t-shirts and coffee mugs the world over. The Queen has been depicted in popular culture more than any other person, really, because she is a global icon. She is immediately recognizable anywhere and everywhere in the world. And she's spent her entire life in front of the cameras, in eye-catching colors, with her signature pearls and that trusted companion, a top-handle lawn or handbag in the crook of her arm. She's tiny, the Queen, so she would be easy to miss. Um, but she dresses very deliberately to, to let people be able to see her. And the same handbag <laughs> for decades. The famous handbag. We would all love to know what's in that bag. <laughs> Former British Vogue editor Alexandra Shulman wrote the introduction to the book Elizabeth II, Princess, Queen, Icon. What do her clothes say about her? I mean, we've seen her look kind of the same for years. Yeah, so in a way she's a kind of anti-fashion icon because fashion constantly changes and the Queen never changes. Shulman says a few portraits say everything about the Queen. The coronation, 
The wedding, the war, the countryside. The British go into camouflage in the country. You know, like nobody wears <laughs> red or yellow in the country. We try and look like a pheasant or something. Um, so here she is in her in her greens and her tweeds. Um, always though, with you know, with the lipstick and and the pearls. She was wearing pearls from the time she was what a toddler. A toddler, yeah. She with the same hairstyle. She's got a short, sort of slightly curled bob. Um, very, very kind of fresh-faced look. I mean, she was like it in, this is 1929, so it would have been <laughs> a 19... long time to perfect her look. <laughs> I think she also appreciates that we want the queen to be the queen. We do not want her to throw some kind of crazy loop at us and to suddenly look like somebody completely different. Elizabeth was a public figure from the time she was born but famously has never bared her soul. When you need cheering up. We can only guess what the queen really thinks, like in the fictional Netflix series, The Crown, or the movie, The Queen. More than a dozen actresses have portrayed the monarch in historical dramas, comedies, and in her full animated glory. She's even played herself alongside Daniel Craig's James Bond for the 2012 Olympics. But a select few get to see the real woman behind the pop icon. And every once in a while, they give the rest of us a glimpse. Yeah, you know, she's, on, she's ungrateful. And we always, she's always got a great sense of humor uh, with me and, and her ability to see the, the humor in so many, so many mm -hmm. different things. Britain's longest serving monarch, adored at home, admired around the world. I've covered the royals for over a decade, and I'm always asked, what is in that handbag? And we actually do have a hint, because we've seen her take a few items out at certain occasions. A lipstick, a compact mirror, her reading glasses, and a handkerchief. Guys, the rest That's is left picked. to your imagination. It's yeah. funny, because we were just talking during yeah, the story about what's in the bag. Yeah, two out of three. We forgot the hanky. I think, I think they're probably some mints, too. She's a yeah. grandma. Yeah. You know, so she's <laughs> always handing out I, her I candy. wouldn't be surprised if she kept a picture of Prince Philip in there, too. Oh. In her bag? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah maybe. I don't know. Okay. All right. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Kelly. Thank you, look, you, Kelly. You look sure. great, too. You look royal as well there. Uh, when we come back, we're going to take a bit of a turn. And we're going to talk about the return of a trailblazing TV show. Joe Fire spent some time with a new cast of Queer as Folk. And he found out about the show's modern update. Then, shop all day, vacation mode. Some products to pack for your next trip, like a water bottle with a cool secret. It's got gin in it. <laughs> That'd be back on a water bottle. Third hour today, right back after this. This morning in our series, Pride is Universal, the return of a groundbreaking show. Queer as Folk, debuting next week on Peacock with a new cast and new characters. NBC News Now anchor Joe Fryer spoke with the new stars about carrying on this show's legacy. Good morning. It was 1999 when Queer as Folk hit the airwaves in the UK. Then one year later came the American version, which ran for five seasons on Showtime. Both shows were unlike anything ever seen on TV. Now comes a reboot, though the cast and creators say it's more of a reimagining. 
I think you should clean up your last mess before you start a new one. Queer as Folk is back, starring folks who are proudly queer. If I don't get a B or at least like a cheeky little C plus, then my mom's not going to let me audition for drag school tonight. We sat down with three of the show's stars. Devin Way plays Brody. Why did you want to be a part of this show? It's just because, you know? Jesse James Keitel is Ruthie. There weren't necessarily a lot of trans women represented in either of the previous iterations of the show. And Finn Argus stars as Mingus. I'd never had the opportunity to play a queer character before, which is wild. So this is my first time uh, representing my, my own community. How much did you all hit it off when you first met? Best friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was instant love. Yeah. It was instant love. They were all too young to watch the originals. Do you really want me to stay? Yeah. The UK version that premiered on Channel 4 in 1999 is the American one that debuted on Showtime in 2000. In other words, for Justin to live here with you, he has to deny who he is. Both series were about a group of gay men and their friends and families. The new cast is well aware of how rare it was back then to have shows with LGBTQ storylines front and center instead of on the side or nowhere at all. You know, we got big shoes to fill and, and we definitely haven't approached this, haven't approached it lightly. The original American version was set in Pittsburgh, while this new one is in New Orleans. The cast features some well-known actors like Kim Cattrall and Juliette Lewis in a series that reflects modern queer life. So you're seeing a lot of trans characters, you're seeing non-binary characters. Looking around the, at the friend group we've made on the show, it feels like my real life friend group. How important is it to tell these stories right now? It's absolutely 10,000% necessary. It's really important to see characters like Brody and Ruthie and Mingus on TV because we're facing a lot of real life backlash. Devin recalls one of his favorite scenes when Finn's character Mingus performs in drag for the first time. He was watching it with his straight best friend. He's never seen drag before. The second Mingus started performing, he literally started screaming, let's go! Let's, you know, and like, got so excited. Finn, what do you think when you hear that? I'm like actually emotional. I never thought that I would be able to represent myself in this way. The show does not shy away from real life headlines. In the first episode, a gunman opens fire inside a gay club. It's a tragedy reminiscent of the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando. Pulse survivors were actually consulted for the show. It gives us an opportunity to look into the healing process and the rebuilding of a community after uh, an experience like that. The four of us are talking right now 24 hours after the elementary school shooting in Texas. What was going through your minds when that happened? I spent my morning uh, looking at those fourth graders' faces. I'm, I'm uh, completely overwhelmed. As hard as it may be, this reimagined series strives to tackle tough topics and painful realities head on. What do you hope viewers are going to take away from the show? I hope viewers take away that their community is out there. We should note this is most definitely a show for mature audiences. Kaitel says she's nervous for her grandma to watch, but hopes that she loves it. Queer as Folk premieres on Peacock 
on June 9th. Back to you all. Uh, thanks, Joe. Well, Peacock, part of our parent company, NBC Universal. And by the way, viewers will be seeing a warning before the premiere. It was added following mm. a school shooting last week in Texas. Yeah. Coming up next on a Thursday morning, it is shop all day, folks. Whether you're flying or driving, our pal Adriana Brock standing by. She's got some products to make summer travel a breeze. Summer breeze oh, makes oh, me feel fine. Yes, sing it now. Today's episode of our streaming show, Shop All Day, is getting us all ready for summer travel. They've got some products to take the stress out of any trip. And here with a preview of Shop Today, editorial director, Adriana Brock. And folks, you know what to do. Scan that QR code to see all of the products. There's the QR code right on command. Adriana, good morning to you. Good morning. So this water bottle's pretty cool. Use your use the mom joke you just used. Okay, so I was just telling them during the break, there's a mom joke. So this mm -hmm. bottle not only keeps your water or your beverage of choice cool for up to 24 hours, the coolest part You're is so this bright. little dispenser oh. at the bottom, a little hidden compartment. This is what we call a hidden gem at Shop Today. So this is great for travel because not only can you save money and save plastic by refilling your water bottle, you could you could save your cash that's if you have hundreds. hundreds. That's, that's, Roker, that's Roker's water bottle. Yeah, that, yeah, yes, that, that is not my money, but it's someone's money. Cash, keys, your card, keep it on the go. It also has a leak-proof lid and a little carabiner so you could clip it onto your bag. This oh, is yeah. a really great travel essential. Now, I love this thing. This is a, a, a because when you're traveling and you take a, a dis, you know toiletries and things like that, the plastics they add up. It adds up not just wastefulness with the plastic, right. but it gets expensive when you buy those individual little bottles. So this right. is a really great way to bring your favorite products on the go. So mm -hmm. this is for your liquids. It's a 4-in-1 dispenser. So it comes with these four tubes that you fill up. Right. So you put your shampoo, your lotion, your skincare, whatever it is you love that you want to bring on the go. You put it into one single dispenser, which is really great because all you have to do is twist uh -huh. and dispense it. And oh, so it goes to, you go to the different Exactly. The different, uh, it even comes with labels. Oh, so you could label everything that you have. Oh, well, come on now. Oh, oh, Be okay. careful. <laughs> so let's move on before you... So this is a real packing hack here. Okay, so this is a packing hack. Pack hack. Pack hack. I love this one. It's for men and women. It's a toiletry bag uh -huh. where you literally lay it, lay it flat. Mm -hmm. You throw all your stuff in it, whatever you want, your hairspray, your makeup products. Oh, my wife would love and this. And then all you have to do is use the drawstring to yep. close it, oh. and it's so small. And even if you're not traveling, it's just good for storage. Mm -hmm. What I also really love is that when it's flat, it has this raised um, rim, so your stuff isn't going to roll around. Oh. And when you're traveling, you're keeping your stuff on a clean surface. You're is not touching those germs. And it's 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 kind of a, a nickname for Craig. Well, lay, lay and go. Lay and go. <laughs> is it expensive? Here? It's under $20. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay, so do you guys ever get on a plane and sure. the TV's broken yeah. or there's no TV yep. and you're like, what am I going to do for a couple hours? This thing is going to become your new favorite travel companion because it's a universal airplane phone mount. So you can clip it onto anything from the seatback tray table mm -hmm. to your suitcase. You could use it on a table anywhere you have a ledge that you can clip it onto. Mm -hmm. You could turn it into your entertainment system. You put your phone in. Oh, you can even put it on your iPad. It's, it stretches out pretty wow. far. Um, and if your phone has one of those clunky cases it works too and if you travel with kids this is almost a must-have it is incredible and it folds up so nice and small it's got a little bag yeah right, and a little bag we got a little dress action here <laughs> yes yeah, so i don't know if you guys can relate to this no. but when you're packing 
clothes take up a lot of space. Mm -hmm. So for the ladies out there, a dress that is lightweight and versatile is key. So you want to look for your lightweight cotton blend fabric. Oh, soft. Yeah, and it's soft. This one's $12. 12 And it's bucks? a tank top. Yeah, it's really affordable. So Walmart is actually a treasure trove for affordable fashion and inclusive sizing. They go from size 0 to 22, which is... Still very unheard of, um, and these are really great finds because you can take on a trend like the color block trend for summer. Yeah. So this tank dress is really great because you could wear it with a jean jacket, flats, whatever, sneakers. And then if you want to dress it up, if you are if you have weddings to go to, this really nice one shoulder dress is great as well. Dylan and Chanel are going to hate they missed this. They, I know. All right. I'm sure they're having Adri FOMO. Adriana, thank you so much as always. And folks, again, for more, you can head to today.com slash shop all day. And by the way, this segment solely features products available at Walmart, which has an affiliate relationship with today. And be sure to check out the full list. And you can do that by watching Shop All Day, Summer Travel. It's streaming today at 11.30 a.m. over on Today All Day. Well, coming up next, an issue that impacts millions of us, caregiving, from stress to money, how to care, take care of ourselves while we're looking after loved ones. Then later, our entertainment roundup, from dinosaurs to the king, and other movies getting buzzed. The third hour of today will be right back. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. We're back with an issue that impacts more than 50 million Americans. AARP estimates that's how many people provide primary care for elderly family members. And guess what? That number is rising, and that's the focus of this month's AARP Bulletin Special Report. And here to walk us through navigating the system is AARP's caregiving expert, Amy, Amy Goyer. Amy, good to see yeah. you. Thanks good for to being see here. you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for yeah, so, so this has got to be something that, especially if you're not expecting it, can hit you like a freight train. And it's not that people don't want to do it. It's just they don't know where to start. So w when this this happens, when you find that you've got to take care of an elderly relative, a parent, somebody like that, what, what, what are the first steps? You know, it, it's unique for everyone because, as you say, most people are unprepared. It, everybody's situation is unique. One of the things I love about that AARP bulletin column is that it covers multiple caregivers. So what happened with me when I became a caregiver, first in my 20s for my grandparents wow. and then for my parents, uh, my mom had a stroke, my dad had Alzheimer's. 
different experiences, right? So the best thing to do is to start out by um, really, uh, you know, assessing the situation. Okay. What are the current needs? Check out the living situation. Um, what are their uh, housing needs? What are the transportation needs? Do they need help with personal care or they just need a ride to the grocery store? Mm -hmm. um, assess the situation and then take a look at, um, you know, th where the gaps are. How do you fill those gaps? with, uh, you know, services, mm -hmm. with family members. You build your team. Build a caregiving team. Yes, with uh, family, friends, volunteers, but also organizations. You know, contact the Area Agency on Aging. Find out what services are available. If your loved one's in a facility, they're part of the team. My mother spent years as a caregiver for, for her mother, my grandmother. Oh. Uh, so we got to see caregiving up close. Firsthand. Financially. How are you prepared to become a, a caregiver financially? You know, it's really a, a, a tricky situation. Family caregivers spend about 26% of their own income on out-of-pocket caregiving expenses. 20%? On, 26%, 26% on average. So, you know, a quarter of your income on household expenses, medical expenses, personal care, you know, quality of life, which is part of caregiving, you know, to help help them enjoy life. Um, you know, it was financially devastating for me. My dad had Alzheimer's. That's a mm. long haul. Yes. So we suggest that people start out by getting help. Uh, you know, I, I didn't have a financial advisor for me. I had financial advisor for my parents yeah. and focused on their finances. But I suggest that caregivers find someone to help them through this um, plan. Create a budget. Uh, ARP has a great financial workbook for family caregivers and a special version for veterans because yeah. there are a lot of supports from the VA mm -hmm. that helped my dad that can help others. Um, you want to think about, you know, the personal care and um, caregiving. But, you know, it, it is hard to plan, but mm -hmm. you have a framework. And try to keep working. That's yeah. a good tip, too. You know, if you quit working, you stand to lose about $300,000 in lifetime wages and benefits if you quit working for caregiving. And, and this is also, and people who haven't had to do it don't understand, both emotionally and physically, what toll this takes on you. How do you take care of yourself while you're caring for others? Right. It is, uh, you know, I always say stress is our constant companion. It's, it's unpredictable, caregiving. So the best thing to do is to try to keep filling yourself up. My car can't run on empty and neither can I. So you want to embrace joy because joy is our greatest survival yes. skill. Create joy. Notice the joy, you know, dancing with my dad or tucking mom in a bed yeah. at night. Um, you know, notice those things. But create joy. Have fresh flowers in the house. Uh, do Watch a fun movie. I used to watch musicals with my dad. You know, joy is a great survival skill for all of us. Maintain your identity. You know, uh, you know whoever you are, work is part of that, but also you know, your relationships, your hobbies. Yeah. You're going to have to adapt, mm -hmm. but you can still try to have, you know, music is a big part of my life. I couldn't sing in a choir, but I could sing with my dad. Yeah. Oh, Amy, some great advice. Thanks so great much. Advice. Really appreciate it. And for this month's special report called Family Caregiving, a view from the inside and other resources, head to AARP's website. Fantastic information. So many caregivers out there. When we come back from the end of a Jurassic era to a music icon and to infinity and beyond, it is a huge month for movies and television. So we're going to run down what to watch up next in our entertainment roundup. Third hour of today, right back after this. You are strange. All right, so officially summer has not arrived yet. Well, the meteorological summer has, but not the calendar. Uh, but the box office is heating up, and there are big blockbusters coming to theaters and some fabulous options at home as well. So we're here to break down the hottest projects of the month, entertainment journalist and host 
of the More Than That podcast. Gia Peppers is Hi. back with us. Ms. Peppers. I'm so happy to be back, guys. Let's jump right into Let's it. Let's do it. So the third film in the Jurassic trilogy is officially here. Jurassic World Dominion Jurassic is World coming World. out. And now Dominion does take place four years after Isla Nublar was destroyed. So now dinosaurs live and hunt alongside human beings, but things actually get tipped on its head when a baby raptor is stolen from the family that really protects these yeah. dinosaurs. And of course, Mama Raptor and all the other dinosaurs take everything to a new level, and really they have to save this dinosaur, bring them back, even though they're being attacked by new dinosaurs. My son has seen the ads. He loved, yeah. he's, he's eight. He's already asked and about going to see this one. Here's the best too. part. Yeah. You've got uh, all the all the original, Jeff Goldblum, yes. Laura Linney, Chris Pratt, but yep. you've all, and, and uh, I mean, they're all back. From the, back. from the very first Jurassic We have to notice from our parent company, NBC Universal. Well, we do. Absolutely. DeWanda <laughs> Wise is also in that. So again, everyone, please go see that June 10th in theaters. Next up is a is a really cute one for the family as yes. well. Your son will probably want to see this. Lightyear oh, yeah. is yeah. coming very out. And so 1995, I can't believe that's when the first Toy Story, Toy Story yep. came out. But mm -hmm. Tim Allen voiced Buzz Lightyear. And now Chris Evans, who is Captain America, our fave Captain America, is picking up the torch and playing in this new story. So we get to see the origin story of Buzz and how he and his space rangers took on an evil spaceship to save the world. Of course, there's a group of incredible actors who are also attached to this. Uzo Aduba, Kiki Palmer, James Berwin, and so many more people. But this time, we really get to understand why Buzz was the superhero oh. that everybody was obsessed with, why his toy was even made. And his so, origin story. That's right, and we get to meet Zerg. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's the, cute, it's the cutest thing ever, and Pixar has another great one almost 20 years since. So I love how they're bringing back old stories and yeah. making them new. So Tom, Tom Hanks is part of that one. Tom Hanks is also part of another blockbuster this summer. Absolutely. Elvis. Elvis, which just received a 12-minute standing ovation at wow. Cannes. So we already know it's going to be incredible. This one... Uh, is actually of the retelling of Elvis's rise to fame in the 1950s, but from the eyes of his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, who is played by Tom Hanks. Hanks. Tom Hanks uh, plays this complicated character who really, really pinpoints every single major moment that happened in Elvis's career. But I think what's so cool about this part is that Harry Styles, Angel Ingort, Miles Teller, and so many more were up for the role of Elvis, but Austin Butler actually got it. And so Austin, he is being uh, received worldwide as a new actor that everyone should really just get to love because this apparently is his coming to fame moment. All this right. is going to be the difference maker, and it's already a critically acclaimed movie. So I can't wait to see it. It comes out June 24th, directed LeBron by James Bob now. Lerman. This is my favorite film of the whole bunch. Really? Hustle is so good. If you okay. are an NBA fan, first of all, shut up. Game one starts today. Uh, if you're an NBA fan, this is absolutely for you. So this is uh, from LeBron James, uh, Adam Sandler, Maverick Carter, Spring Hill Productions, and Happy Madison Productions teamed up to basically tell the story of a scout, an NBA scout who works for the Sixers, been in the league for 30 years, and needs his last shot to really stake his claim in the, in the, in the sports industry. He finds an incredible young player that no one has ever heard of. And, of course, up, ups and downs happen. But what is great is that he really be, makes this young player that no one ever knew into an NBA star. Queen Latifah is in it. Uh, Juancho Hergen Gomez plays the character that we're all going to fall in love with. And, of course... So many NBA appearances that you will, your mind will be blown. Uh, it's, it's such a great story about second chances. Really quickly, let's go to the small screen here. Second season of a show. I think you really like yeah, this oh one. Oh, my right? gosh. Only, Only Murders, murders in the Building. This is on Hulu. 
Yes, it's my favorite. If you are a crime, true crime podcast fan, please make sure you binge the first season because season two is coming on June 28th. Steve Martin, Selena Gomez, and Martin Short are back in their murder history, uh, murder mystery series. And what's really great about this one is now they are being the people who have been framed for a murder. murder. They're being accused of a murder. So now they have to solve and save their own selves in order to make sure that they don't go to jail. And of course, they have the new projects that they're all working on. They're all artsy type of people. So it's really great. But this time, Amy Schumer's a part of it. Cara Develine, uh, Shirley MacLaine, and so Lane. many more. Yes. Yep. Tina Fey is back. Uh, it's Tina, great. It's Tina, really fun. Thanks yes. as always for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And we will be right back. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, actor Penn Badgley joining us live. Coming up next, Anona Jenna Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. She's got a no-bake summer dessert. And, by the way, tonight, season finale of Top Chefs, like season 19. That's right. Well, uh, today, anytime, streaming channel, today, all day. Watch our full broadcast starting at 2 p.m. Eastern every weekday. Just check it out wherever you find our stuff. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP.